0: What's going on guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out Today's episode two of the pre-market roast my new investing series with my co-host zach Cassio. We talk and pick five stocks for the week Let you guys know which ones are the best plays and recap last week's picks. Hope you guys enjoy. Peace We're shooting this on sunday. So you guys can have this news fresh and uh with y'all on monday when you start trading. Um, kind of how we're going to go on from moving forward is we're going to recap the five stocks from last week's picks. Uh, If you guys were following and and did invest in it, you could see that uh, last week's picks had a lot of potential and and you should have left with some money. I know me and Zach did. Uh, How'd you do last week, Zach? I
1: actually did really well on a few of the stocks we picked. I mean, I made a little bit of money on VTIQ, made a good amount of money on MNLO, made a good amount of money on Cote. Genmark didn't do anything for me. I, I I remember telling you guys to watch to see if it fell through that support level. And it did right at open on Tuesday morning, fell right through it. And I just kind of kept it on my watch list and watched it. And there was there's no sign of really an, a reversal coming on that. So I kind of didn't even go into that stock the whole week.
0: And just to go into our picks, you know, which one were the bangs, which one were the busts, we'll start off with VTIQ. And on the week, they went up 7%, $1.91 last week. So we're going to call that a bang for the week on VTIQ. Uh, a lot of different entry points you guys could have gone in on in, on in there. Uh, MNLO, on the week, it ended up... Uh, actually down ten cents, but it did have a really big spike from two forty four to almost three dollars, two dollars and eighty cents. So if you would have gotten in on that, uh, good job for that. Uh, what was the other ones that, that really popped off, Zach?
1: Um, well, about the MNLO. Actually, the first day we announced it, it was sitting at two twenty four, and then ended up bumping all the way to two forty by the end of the day. It 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 also did go up Wednesday and Thursday. So as long as you even got in on the first day on Monday or on Tuesday and sold the next day, you still would have made money on that play. It did end up coming back down, even though they approved their drug pre-June 2nd, which I had no idea that was going to happen. But they they did an early approval on Friday, and I think that kind of sent everybody for a loop. So it started to drop off because it hit the 280s. And I actually did manage to sell out at a pretty good price on that jump, so and uh,
0: just to go in another pick, we had told you guys about Cote actually for last week, and since we told since we told you guys about it, it actually ran from the low fours to four sixty two on a really big initial spike. And then, Zach, you probably agree, it kind of dropped off for the for the rest of the week. So as long as you got in and made a good play on Coti from Monday to Tuesday, you would have been looking at a good amount of profit there. And that? probably right now, Zach, I don't know if you would agree, would be a great entry point on Coti because news has just come out that they're appointing their chairman, uh, a new chairman, Peter Harf, and they're going to make him the CEO. So that could be pretty good news for uh, Cote. Uh, they only stumbled a little bit just because of that Kylie Jenner-Forbes Wealth news, I believe, but Zach, do do you know anything about uh, this entry point on Koti?
1: I actually think it's a great price to get in at, even right now. I mean, I don't know if you guys see it, but it's even up after hours from Friday, and honestly, I think that it's going to start to reverse this next week for sure because it's still just so low, and they're appointing someone new. And when companies usually appoint someone new or even get rid of someone that they previously had, that's usually a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel for investors. So, I mean, this might be a play for me this week. It's not one of our new five, but it's probably still going to be on the top of my watch list just because of how undervalued it still is. So I would say
0: VTIQ, bang, MNLO, bang. Uh, you could call Cote a bus, but now now probably more than last week is a great time to get into Cote. Uh, I know um, MVIS Microvision did have a lot of volatility, hit a nice spike from $0.90 cents all the way to $0.96, cents, but called also that, called out that a bust on the week, and as we said, Genmark just really didn't hold up for us after it fell through resistance. Uh, did have a good reversal, but by the time, we were just there to cut our profits. So, getting into our new five picks for the week, we got some real spicy picks here, guys, so... Uh Zach, if you want to go in with uh the first one we got on the list here.
1: Okay, so the first one we got on the list here is Cars.com. The ticket symbols just C-A-R-S. I've actually been holding on to these this company for almost two weeks now, the shares I already have in it. And they were originally before all this happened sitting very nicely above $10 a share. And after this pandemic occurred, if you just think about reality of, of people car shopping, a lot more people would probably feel safe buying a car offline than going to a an actual dealership, which means that there might even be more demand now that this has happened than before. And their quarter one earnings were still really strong. Their quarter two, I hope is gonna be the same, but I have a feeling if you, if on especially on the 1 month and on the 3 month if you guys look at that graph it's definitely going to start the uptrend again their current price target that came out about a week and a half ago 750 but i have a huge feeling it's going to break that 750 and keep going and then there's going to be an upgraded price target just because it's been on an uptrend for 2 weeks now and there's a little bit of down days here and there but that's for every stock that's just better times for you to get in and it's already reversing it went down for one day, and it's already reversing the uptrend. So I'm definitely going to have that on top of my picks, for sure. And um, do you have anything to chime in on cars, smashing
0: Yeah, cars. Cars has cars has had this set up for a good a good time, and every time they kind of bounce off resistance, they they make a good play. And I honestly think from from the way the market is coming, I think my price target on this is set around I would say around eight dollars, probably. By the end of the summer But I just want to reiterate here uh, Me and Zach These are our personal picks Due to our research Both of our research uh, That we spend time You know After hours Looking for Uh, We're not You know Certified So you know Do your own research But we are just making plays here That we possibly think Could have a good week for us Uh, You know Sometimes we're going to strike out Sometimes we're going to hit Like we did this week So Take it as uh, Take it all All as your own
1: Yeah, definitely do your own due diligence, guys, because at the end of the day, no one besides yourself is going to make that trade for you. So if you don't think that it's a good trade for you, then don't get in it. If you think that there, if you actually genuinely believe in that stock rising, that's when you get in. If you actually do believe that it's going to rise, don't get in just because we're telling you about it. Get in because what you think we're saying about the stocks is actually true it actually seems like good possible catalysts are coming in the near future.
0: I would 100% agree with that. And if you want, Zach, I can move into the next uh, pick for the week.
1: 100%.
0: So the next pick on the week, guys, is Moderna Therapeutics. Ticket symbol on that's going to be MRNA. Now, Zach, I'm going to have to tell you, I have been messing with Moderna since probably February, before I even knew about them. When the first initial kind of news, the little bread crumbles, they dropped that they were dipping their toe into the corona, you know, the corona pool to try to get the vaccine. I was like, okay. And they were around the 20s. And I just completely missed their meteoric rise. And they even reached a high on May 18th of $80. I mean, I was in these guys deep, deep, at twenty five dollars and this episode of the Break Room is sponsored by Pure Sports CBD, guys. Pure Sports CBD has some of the best CBD oil on the market right now. I bought my mom some for Mother's Day of the CBD thousand milligram bomb and also the oil. She rubs it on her really bad knees and her back, and she also takes the oil completely painless the next day such a great anti-inflammatory if you use my code break at checkout you get 15% off your whole order go check them out back to the episode so Moderna reached a high of like $80 and they've been this is a really big swing play they even dropped initially really hard after they made that initial run to $52 and immediately the next day just shot right back up from a low of 47 Back up to the 60, 62, And me and Zach were kicking ourselves over this because we we knew we were like, wow, it's low. Wow, it's really low. Oh, it's gonna go. We didn't get in it and it and it went just like we just like we thought. So this week, if Moderna hits another drop like that, you know to get in. This is gonna bounce off resistance. Zach, anything to add here?
1: Yeah, I mean bottom line is they're the front runner for the coronavirus vaccine right now, which is why their stock prices is- has been booming the way it's been going recently. And I mean, it, it dropped down to, to 52 and it's already making back that uptrend. And it was in 47. The, 47. It was in the 80s. So, I mean, the odds it's not going to get back up to the 80s is, is very slim, especially because they're still the front runner. We still need a vaccine. People are still throwing money in the stock to try to get that vaccine to the market quicker. So we're definitely going to see uptrends in this. I mean, I never thought that I would see a a company just because of a vaccine practically quadruple within – a month's period of time but it definitely has and it's definitely going to continue to do so because everyone wants a vaccine so bad
0: and hey, the, and their pipeline is solid the guys they actually got their stage two or phase two approved they're on to phase three which starts in july like they're doing they're doing really good and this is what probably a trillion dollar market a coronavirus vaccine i mean
1: probably is yeah at least
0: this is insane and i honestly Zach, I wouldn't be surprised if this was in the hundreds, you know, right when flu season yeah. picks up again back in September.
1: Exactly. It might be. It might hit the hundreds before they even come out with the vaccine, which is yeah. just why it's on our watch list, and which is why we kicked ourselves when it dropped down to 50 and we didn't hop in when we knew we should have. And then We, we
0: knew be- it was going to do that, and we just watched it do it. Yep.
1: All right, so the next one.
0: We could talk about OPK. You could let them know about that one. That was a good one.
1: Yeah, so OPKO Health is another biopharmaceutical company, and they actually recently, right when the coronavirus stuff started happening, they started coming out with antibody tests and and diagnosis tests for diagnosing coronavirus and seeing if people actually had the antibodies from the coronavirus, and that alone means that they're bringing in pretty good revenues because there's other companies that are – up to $18, $19 a share just because of their diagnostic tests alone and this is only sitting in the mid twos right now and on top of that they also have stocks in their pipeline that are not only have already been approved but some are really are getting close to being approved. Unfortunately a few of their trials have been delayed due to the coronavirus but that's normal for almost every single biopharmaceutical company so and they all expect to resume in the third quarter, which we're coming up on. And they also have on June 8th, they're dropping phase three data from one of their leading drugs on, uh, I forgot what it's on. Is it a uh, cancer treatment? from um, Moderna? No, for OPKO.
0: Oh, uh, OPKO. Let
1: me check that real quick. Yeah, so they're dropping the phase three on this – Somatragon at the uh what is it the can the pediatric cancer so pediatric cancer i don't know if you guys know what that is i actually know unfortunately someone who passed away from pediatric cancer but they're in phase three of their trials already which phase three is the furthest you get before fda approval and they've already met all their primary endpoints which means that the next step for this is just to go to the market which would be even more revenue incoming for this company. So not only that, they're also at a great price right now relative to their recent prices. And it seems to me like they just have begun their uptrend from their previous uptrend, which got them up to around the 280s. And they're right now sitting at 230 exactly. And they bounced off 215. So as, as you can see, I mean, 215 to 213 is only 15 cents. It's just the beginning of the uptrend. And I also think it's going to go higher than the previous resistance just because there's more stuff coming out on them in the near future rather than before. So that's definitely going to be on the top of my watch list for this upcoming week. Sebastian, you want to add anything on that?
0: Yeah, 100%. And and like I said, this week for OPK could be the uptrend week, like Zach said, because they do have some big things happening on the week of June 6th, which is the Jeffrey's Virtual Healthcare Conference, where their CEO and chairman, uh, Frost, is going to be you know, speaking. And also, there's some insider news here that I did read that um, their chairman actually inside like this is public knowledge. Bought a hundred thousand shares of the stock at two dollars and sixteen cents. It now sits at two dollars and twenty eight cents. So the week before their, you know, their presser, which could be a really awesome catalyst. Their chairman buys a hundred thousand, you know, stock shares worth, which is, you know, a good amount. So I I feel like this week for OPK is going to be just one to ride the wave and might might see a really good uh probably up more than 5% week, in my opinion. I, I feel like this is going to be real good
1: this week. Yeah, and also when when people usually do insider buys at certain prices, that means that they know the value of their company is worth more than what they just bought at. So if you think about the value of their company being more than $2.15 a share and it's only at $2.30 a share and the company's been on an uptrend for the last month almost, Definitely see something coming in the near future. Definitely a near-term catalyst. And I think it's going to be on that June 8th conference, if you want me to be completely honest. And I think just like how companies have pre-anticipatory runs for PUFA dates, this might be another one of those pre-anticipation runs for that June 8th conference. Because and we of-
0: could we, we could definitely let you guys know next Sunday, you know, that that's the week of the conference. And let put the link
1: in the description if you guys want to watch it or something exactly but i definitely do believe i mean that might even be my star on the week stock to be honest because of that insider buy is just i mean my past knowledge with insider buys even with no catalysts involved if a company has an insider buy that alone can be a catalyst to shoot it up more than 30 40 percent
0: and honestly hey zach i'm i'm here on thinkorswim which has some of the most amazing you know charts that that you can get and I got a reverse triangle setup which kind of gets the peak of the bot of the of the high and on the low and it kind of kind of usually is an indicator for where the stock is going to go it kind of points in that direction and it's pointing above two dollars and thirty and I think honestly this could run to three and would you you said you were going to give it your star of the week
1: you said? I definitely think I am. I mean, I think it might hit three before the end of the week to be complete. There it is,
0: the stapled star of the week. My star of the week last week, VTIQ, went up 8%, so successful there. Zach's Zach's punching his in, the OPK for the star of the week.
1: Definitely I am. All
0: righty. I'm going to go into the next stock we got here, guys, and we have eSports Entertainment. Ticket symbol is GMBL. Now, guys. I'm telling you right now, I made a play on this stock last week. I made a play and I was telling Zach about it. We both got in on it, made some money, but I held on. I had the I had the strong hands. Zach, you remember? You had the you had a little bit of the weak hands. I had the strong hands. I got in at a great price. Almost two dollars it, it ran. I had a good amount of shares. I got out. Because I said, wow, it's, it tested another high. Zach had gotten out earlier. We were both in it, and I didn't think it was going to go. I thought I got out at the perfect time, that it was It was over. It ran up another dollar. And honestly, this is in the same market as DraftKings and in the same market as Penn National Gaming. And what are, are those? Those are gambling sites. DraftKings ran from the beginning of April from I believe, it's now sitting at $43. Penn National Gaming, same thing, down around the tens, ran up. It's at $33. Now this, esports entertainment, this ran from five and it's all the the way at nine. And I think this can do the exact same thing and follow suit as its other sector members. Zach, what what are we thinking to this? You know, on uh, esports entertainment, GMBL.
1: I love this company to be honest because they just like the other companies have, I think DraftKings also. I, I think Penn National Gaming it's been on the market for a little bit, but DraftKings and this esports entertainment both IPO'd within the last six months. Yep. Which is which is pretty big because when when a company IPOs, there's capability for it to quadruple, if not quintuple, Easy. And and what we've seen with DraftKings, especially since it's ipo is it has not stopped going up yet because more yep. and more people are betting online now that they can't go to casinos and bet because, I don't know, I guess people are chronic gamblers, like <laughs> my, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I do like this company a lot because it's not even hit $10 yet. All of its peers are well above $10. So I could definitely see it hitting 10 at least by the end of the next week. And I mean, as I saw, I mean, I remember watching DraftKing, it would go up 30% in one day and then the next day up 30% again, which is definitely what we could see with this company. It went up like 60% on Friday and it could definitely go up another 30% on Monday or Tuesday just because of how much anticipation this online gambling market has right now it's definitely yeah. become the new go-to market for a lot of investors it's, it's just because this uptrend for these companies has not stopped yet even the ones that have been going on uptrends way longer than this company has and i mean not only that this esports entertainment is also looking to get licenses for gambling in the united states they're, they're mainly not in the united states right now they're mostly overseas, but yeah. they're already looking for for licenses in, in in the United States to make their company which is huge. profitable. Yeah, because the which United is States huge. is probably one of the biggest gambling countries in the world. Yeah. I not.
0: mean, and they tested their high. Their high was fourteen. They tested their lows, which was two sixty one. And they're making this run to nine. I'm thinking this is a real good pick for this week, and you guys should keep your eyes on it. You guys should definitely keep your eyes on it cuz if it has that you know that draft king tendency, it could run, so you better you better hop on and hold on. Exactly, very
1: true.
0: How you feeling for this week, my guy? You feeling you feeling positive? You feeling you feeling a big green week? How you feeling?
1: I'm feeling I mean on the overall market, yeah, feeling like it might be a little bit neutral, maybe go down a little bit just cuz how much uptrend we've had recently. At I mean, I'll tell time, you right now that the futures are down yeah, exactly at the same time, futures I mean, are down how this market can just continue to run, even when nobody else thinks it can so you're right, somebody's moving the market, I don't know who, but somebody's thinking something big's happening and, and they think it's going to open up quick again, but unfortunately, from the looks of it, especially with the riots going on now, I mean it looks like we might go back into even a more Steep state of stay-at-home orders. Which- oh, bro, we forgot one.
0: Sorry, I've I was just looking at my little list right here. We did forget one, guys. Um, out of our five, this is our last stock, uh, for the week. It's M E I Pharma. Ticket symbol is M E I P. Meep. Um, so they recently they are a biopharmaceutical stock. They're oncology based out of San Diego. Um, they do clinical development for cancer. And the company's clinical drug candidate includes Prasinotat, an oral inhibitor for Mendocyclosis syndrome and leukemia. So they're doing that. They're doing a, some cancer stuff, Zach. I don't know if you knew this, but they got their. They recently, SunTrust, SunTrust Robinson Humphrey uh, actually gave it a buy rating and gave it a price target of $16 per share. And it's currently trading at three dollars and seventy one cents per share here. Um and I, I'm I'm really liking this on the week. You know, the the trades were up four 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 percent uh to three forty six on Friday, and the stock had a fifty-two week high of three dollars and eighty two cents, and it actually on the same week was at its low of seventy two cents. So
1: Yeah, and also HC Wainwright, a really reputable um opinionator in stocks and analysts. He actually also put a price target of $10 on this stock with a buy rating as well, which means that multiple people think that this company has a lot of upside potential.
0: And I'm liking this, it, you know, it's got really solid volume. I found it on my scanner. Um, the, the percent change throughout the week has been, has been great uh, steady over like 5 million volume every single day. So people are definitely keeping their
1: eyes on it. And, you know, I I definitely think this is a good pick for this week, Zach. Yeah, definitely. I do, too. I mean, I'm pretty sure they also presented at that um, ASC convention last week. And that's why they recently began that uptrend. That's why another analyst upgraded their price target just because they became a little bit more transparent on their pipeline. And people kind of know a little bit more about what's going on. And now is when people are starting to see that upside potential, which is usually what happens with these biopharmaceutical companies, is it usually takes a good amount of insight from the company themselves to make investors feel comfortable when they're north of 3 $4. Because, I mean, so many biopharmaceutical companies are even less than a dollar, less than $2. So really to make long-term investors comfortable with these types of stocks, there needs to be... Great insight into what their pipeline is. There needs to be transparency on what's going on, and this company's definitely really good at that. And that's what I'm starting to notice.
0: Yeah, they were, just to back you up there. They were they did present at the ASCO
1: presentation. Yeah, and they they definitely are being very transparent. Which for biopharmaceutical companies, that's exactly what you want. You want them to be coming out. As often as possible, updating their clinical data.
0: And hey, they are presenting at the also at the Jeffries Virtual Healthcare Conference,
1: which is also yeah, which is June 8th, which means we could see also a little pre-anticipatory run for this company. Yeah. Well,
0: what PK is presenting?
1: Exactly. This this but
0: you guys got to look for those catalysts, those down the line catalysts that could cause the spike, and and you know get in before that
1: before that time. It's actually pretty simple. It really is just to get in before like a solid week, maybe even two weeks before. I mean, if I would have gotten in this company last week, I'd already be up 40%. It's just whether or not you find these upcoming catalysts for a company that actually has that upside potential when you get in early. Because it's not always about getting in once it comes out because you might already missed it. You want to have faith in a company that you believe is going to do well. And you also want to make sure that they're going to have something coming up in the future that will reinforce that. 100%.
0: Any last words, brother? I think that's it
1: for this week, brother.
0: Hey, uh, you know, we've been getting a lot of great feedback from you guys. A lot of people excited about this. A lot of people tuning in, uh, you know, reaching out, interested in in the plays. And we're going to keep coming at you guys probably most likely every Sunday. Going to try to be posting a little earlier. Uh, It was just the first time we were doing it today so uh gonna try to be posting on sunday around six o'clock just so you guys can listen to it before i know not everybody wakes up at you know eight o'clock for the market but hopefully these plays are plays that you can spread out throughout the week and uh you know we're getting a lot of great feedback huge amount of listeners which is always you know great so we appreciate it as we said before these are all our, our opinions do your own research but uh I think that's it. We'll catch you guys uh, next Sunday on the pre-market rose. Again, I want to thank you guys so much for checking in the break room. Me and Zach have so much fun recording those episodes for you guys, talking about all the stocks we love, and you know, investing has really been a passion of ours uh, for the last year or two. And you know, we just wanted to share it and hop on a platform where we could just, you know, chat, chat like some buddies, and you know, make some plays. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you guys for checking in the break room. Now go clock back in and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.